Ladies and gentlemen, this is the season three finale of Killing the Business Wrestling Podcast. And this is an unsanctioned smoking session battle royale of all time called Blazemania. We are going to sit here and just shoot the shit and smoke some high quality marijuana for world peace with Russia and Ukraine going on. Figuring, you know, what better way? to share our love than just smoke weed and shoot the shit. But it's open to anyone and everyone. So we'll see who comes in and find out who is entry number one of this battle royal of pot smoking. I guess you can call it. Whatever. And we have entry number one of Blazemania. As he get his mic so, microphone on. Here we go. You just got to unmute your mic. You got to unmute your mic. Unmute your mic. There you go, man. I got it. I found it. <laughs> you found it. We, we're only recording, that's all. <laughs> so how you been, dude? Pretty good. Living life. <clears throat> so entry number one of this Blaze Mania is our friend Patches. Like your like your face paints, very like bold warrior hawkish. Oh, thank you. I'm trying to get like that name, something new. That's nice. I like it. Thank you, thank you. So, what's what's going on with your career these days? Um, nothing. Been training still. I'm still a greenie, so I'm like still working on it. There you go. What's that, Arthur? Left it up. See, people would rather say, like, just pop up. It's like just measuring me. It's like, you know, I said I was recording at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock, I'm recording. I was twiddling my thumbs for the first couple of minutes. Like, yeah, anytime now. Anytime. Yeah, I had to stash some, I mean, pack my bowl. That's how you do. Now, I fully admit that these smoking session episodes are probably the most retarded, most dumbest thing I could think of. Well, I can't wait. It's like, see, like, if you really sit back here, I'm trying to make a podcast that's, you know, works and gets out there. And I was like, yeah, let's just smoke pot during this podcast. Let's be professional here. Here we go. Once I got an invite, I'm like, hmm, why not? And all the people that I get some backlash about these episodes, but they pay, they, all you have to do is pay me and then I'll do whatever you want, whatever episodes they want, you know? 
Welcome. Entry number two of Blaze Mania is it our good pal from Massachusetts, TJ Tucker. TJ Tucker will be dapper this evening. Patches, would you want to mess with TJ T Tucker in the dark alley? Ooh, <laughs> depends on one. I might. It'd be fun. <laughs> you two probably get along. That's the scary part. We've been buddies. <laughs> I, I, I need new fun. What's up, Mon? Same shit, different day. Just the same shit, different day. Fucking, I hear you. I hear you, dude. As we say in the JWO, same thing, a different bottle. So did you send Tough Daddy to me, or did he just find me? <laughs> no, no, no. That wasn't me, bro. For some reason, he just likes to find people. He found me. He's been following me. That's on him. Okay. I already said what I needed to say and proved what I needed to prove. And I'm going to keep fucking proving it. That motherfucker, he knows the right motherfucking vein and the shit to hit just at the same time. What do you think, Patches? <laughs> Patches is like, what the fuck? What? What do you think? Oh, I wasn't paying attention. I was dozing off. <laughs> well, uh, that's smoke time for me, brother. Smoke time. Good boy. Yeah, this episode has no script, no reason, no rhyme. Just fucking that's all it is. I enjoy that. No, what you got? Yeah. Yeah, that feels just about right. Now, you ain't got me in a dark alley or anything. This is actually a freaking below ground <coughs> basement and shit of uh, where Hall 6 is. It's the actual, like, only cleanliest place around here, I can actually say. Hey, that's especially in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Took me months to actually get the goddamn walls this fucking shade of yellow. Oh, shit. It's a whole abandoned-ass motherfucking factory and shit. It, it, I can see definitely where, where they, they tried to do several ideas up in here, and none of them fucking worked. Over in the river, we like to call a place like this is like, this must have been like a house that Jack built. 
It's one way or another. When you live in it, you will remember the house. To the house. I can't even say it's a fucking house. This fucking thing is just, it's just, it's about, about the size of a fucking small studio apartment down here and shit. So this must have been like maybe where the janitor stood, maybe. <coughs> maybe. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to remember that fucking thing growing in the back. <coughs> Don't die on us, man. No, no. I've been through too much in my motherfucking life to be taken out by this. Uh-uh. I don't fucking think so. Not with the fucking shit that I went through in the goddamn rings and backyards in my lifetime. This... This ain't shit compared to what they had to me done out there. <clears throat> so I do have another confirmation that someone's going to come on at 7.30. And um, hopefully, I got a female, hopefully she'll come on. Figure a little T and A. Oh, boy. So we got the females in the house. Maybe she'll come on. I mean, drop your cocks and grab your socks. <laughs> if not, we'll just have we'll just draw straws and lose short straw hats to dress up as a woman. Fucking rookies come through this freaking business and shit, and they get all shy when you start mentioning the female parts and everything and shit. Next thing you know, you got a female right next to you, half naked, freaking getting on her goddamn gear and shit. So it's literally the brother, sister in changing in the same room type of deal and shit. It's fucked up the way that you, you think about the, the locker room logistics and what goes on and shit and what you call people. You're not really brothers and sisters, but it, it's almost like lethal weapon. You know, she may be wearing a skirt, but we're all wearing the badge, you know? Yeah. That was the third one, right? Yeah, as a matter of fact, it was if memory serves me correct in my nostalgia and shit. That was uh that was part three. They were in the uh the elevator scene and shit. Yeah. Hey, as long as I get invited to the castle de Murtaugh, I'm in. Danny Glover's all like Castle the what? <laughs> So Patches, you're pretty much new to the business. Did you have to go through any hazing or anything like that? No, not yet. It, it, it might happen, but it'd be fun. <laughs> Patches, I got to admit, my first time ever seeing you, brother, and I like you automatically. I like oh, you. Thank you. I like you too. The pain. I love your attitude. I love yeah. that willingness to just get out there. That's me. I can't wait. I can't wait to travel. Ooh, we can <laughs> I'm a nomad myself and shit, but I stick over here in, in New England scene and shit. Fall River's my home. I was born and bred here, so ain't much real. I mean, you could take me out and everything, but you can't take the river out of me, you know? Right, right. So I tried to get schizo on patches and he canceled. 
Skip to what now? I try our friend Schizo the Clown. Uh oh. Yeah, just just yeah, anyways. Um he canceled last like last night, so he couldn't do it. Uh oh. I'll see what he's doing. Yeah. Hi Schizo if you're listening. Please don't haunt me again. <laughs> I've heard of Schizo the Clown, but uh, I haven't really seen him. The name sounds familiar, though. You, you, get, you just don't forget names like they, they got a ring like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he, you won't forget him. <laughs> yeah. We as Juggalos, we pretty much unforgettable. Anybody that's, that's got a, a dance to put paint on their face and act the way that we do and shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I I feel an alliance can can form right here. Notice how that little brothership right there passed between me and him, and no real words had to be said. It was just that connection. Connection. Mm -hmm. That's what we talk about. That right there. That they didn't, it doesn't even have to be anything done with the JWO. That's got never mind, put the JWO aside and just look at us as juggalos and see how we match together. There's no problems in between us. We don't know each other from a piss hole in the goddamn snow. But yet some reason, somehow or another, it seems like we've met each other before, right? Yes, yes. But but I'm not a juggalo. Like I, I, I like I listen to the music, but I'm I'm not per se a juggler though. I just I like clowns, and yeah, that's okay. That's okay. You see, the, the, the fact off um, that that you would admit that and everything. That's cool. That's cool. That means that considerably, I would consider me being a juggler. I would consider you a homie. Mm-hmm. You understand the music, you like the music, you like the people and everything, and you come into the carnival every now and then and you enjoy the rides. You're not exactly staying into the carnival like us. You don't have a bedroom in one of the tents, but you like to come in and out. That's a homie right there. That's a homie. You cool with me right there, brother. Whoop, whoop. Right off to a good start. Nice. Very nice. The beautiful thing about weed, man, just brings us together even more. Oh, thanks. That's right. Here, here. Mm-hmm. Drink my fago to that one. Is <laughs> uh, I wish I had some fireball with me right now. Robert's coming on tonight. Um, uh, I have no idea. Uh, me and him uh, stay in contact every now and then and shit, but uh, <coughs> when I tied it to him. <coughs> so we have entry number three of Blaze Mania. The returning, the one and only KPG. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good. How are you? Very well. Thank you very much. This is it. 
KPG, Patches, Patches, KPG, KPG, TJ Tucker, TJ Tucker, KPG. What up, bro? What up? He's a podcaster who does wrestling, pretty much what I do, has his own wrestling show, help other podcasters out. He's a mysterious mass podcaster, though. No one's ever seen his face. You can see my face if you come on Nerds Trivia, which is hosted every Tuesday of Nerds Respect Facebook page. So you can, you can see my face there. I didn't know that. I apologize. That's okay, brother, because I was masked for about two episodes up in this bitch and shit, and it took some weed for me to finally get this fuck slithered out my shelf. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, we had a big fuck up this past week of Nerds Tribute. What happened? Okay, so you know I was telling you about Marcus. He takes me like right when we were about to go live. Then come to find out, nobody besides me, nobody else did questions. So we have to, oh, can we? Can somebody else do questions real quick? And everybody was like, uh, I don't want to do questions. I don't want to do questions. And we were just like, this is the last, like, regular episode for the tournament. Can just somebody just do questions? And they was like, oh, we all don't want to. They was acting all fucking uptight and shit. Then we just had to fuck around and cancel it. I said, like, what are we going to do now? Are we going to postpone it? You know what? Oh, I'll postpone it to tomorrow. Tomorrow, go. Hey, Patches, what'd you do? Oh. You didn't, like, just jump and take a soul or anything? Not yet. It's, I'm this close. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I don't know if KPGs have technical difficulties. I didn't do it. I don't know. It's not anything here. <laughs> oh well. Maybe Tabitha got your own. Talking about you, baby. Oh Jesus Christ. I yeah, that. be careful. My little girl doesn't like the trapes too far, you know. Yeah, What's great about this kid is she don't mind the smoke. Okay. I had to put I had to hide in the basement to pull this off. <laughs> you gotta be all double O seven and shit. What's her name? The doll? Yes. Tabitha. Hmm. Okay. So, no, no, no one said that word. Somebody else out there said the word doll. D-O-L-L. You know what? I was born in the South, so therefore, you know, saying a girl, you know, you're such a doll. It wasn't like a doll as a plastic doll. You know, it's the same. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just saying she hates that word. 
she absolutely despises that word. I apologize. That was... It's okay. Catches and I know another doll. Mitchell's doll. <sighs> that dolls weird me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> weird me out. That's why I messaged her. It's just like, shit. Yeah, she's uh, she she's very very used to that sort of attention. She would be awesome in the war, though. Her shit up. I actually think, I actually think that's probably why my uh. My father fucking took her away and buried her too. It wasn't the fact so much that his his six year old son was playing with a doll or whatever and shit, hanging around with a doll. I think it was to the fact that she spooked him out. And my father didn't, when he was around, he didn't like to admit that he was scared. Possible. It's possible, but why would he be scared? Is <laughs> there was always something with her? <clears throat> he just couldn't pinpoint it. Nobody really could. Only me. You're right, Patches. Hmm? You okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. We got no one fight. Seems a little wobbly, you know what I mean? Had to do the tooth. Can I just move? I think some moved a little KPG still with us? If he is, he's been silent. Yeah, I know. You guys scared him. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? I mean, this is this podcast isn't a little friendly little church podcast down the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I. Maybe it is a little bit. <laughs> so I don't know. KPG. So what do you guys got coming up? Well, uh, I'm uh, I'm still waiting to hear on. Uh, when uh, KPW wants me to get uh, from uh, picked up from the fucking meat wagon to uh, go and complete uh, bootleg, it's supposed to be some sort of an important match. I don't know what it is. All I know is that it's something about uh, a storeroom or some shit. They weren't very, very clear. Like they pretty much always, you know, are on the fucking phone and shit. Oh, we want you to show up here for this. The uh, meat wagon will pick you up here and there and take you over there. And yeah, 
not very, very, very vague, you know? What about you, Patches? What's coming up for you? Hmm. I think May 8th, I have this one, Burning River in Ohio, I think is it's like up in the air. It might, might not happen. I hope so. But other than that, I'm still waiting, still training. But whoever wants me, I'm here. You know we want you. You know that. Yeah. Good boy. Please don't haunt my dreams anymore. I just might. I don't sleep at night, so I have something to do. <laughs> the midnight crew. <laughs> I'm too old to be a midnight crew. It used to be back in the day. I was flipping drinks at strip clubs. The good old days. Ugh. Yeah, uh, right after that, <coughs> Meat Wagon picks me up and takes me to the end of bootlegging shit. <coughs> <coughs> All I've heard after bootleg uh, is supposed to be this uh, show called Fuck Off and then something called Basement Wars. So that'll be in the future. Other than that, <laughs> I can't give too much out, you know? <laughs> hey, BG, what happened to you? I had to go do something. Hey, Vic, I'm having, uh... I'm good at 7 o'clock. Alright. Um, I'm having Jake Logan on my podcast, so if you want to call us on that. From, uh, CYN. You say Joe Logan? Jake Logan. Jake Logan. Jake Logan. From the control you there. Joe Rogan's very high on my price range. Uh, yeah, just let me know what day. All right. Well, like I was saying from Nerds Trivia, it's like... We do it every Tuesday. Some of the um, shows are last minute, but this one, this past was like a real fuck up. Real fuck up. They say like, I was high. Sorry, sorry, folks. I was stoned. I was high. No, I had. I was. I was ready because there was. I had to get. I had to get the gifts. I had to come up with questions. And, you know, like I said, Marcus was last minute because I texted him the day before. That morning, and like an hour before, and like five minutes before, he was like, "Oh, I'm ready." I'm like, I, I said, "Hold on," and like I said, nobody else came up with questions. Nobody, then like the, I told, him, I said, "Hey, it might be postponed to tomorrow." Wednesday comes. Oh, nobody came up with questions. We'll postpone it to tomorrow. Now today, there was like. 
oh, we're, we're just going to cancel the rest of the season. And I'm like, so I came up with questions for nothing. I got guessed for nothing. What the fuck? Call yourself the champion. You're the last man standing. I got, I got, I did, I did all that for nothing. And y'all couldn't come up with questions? Like, what the fuck? I got the guest. I got, I got all the questions. Obviously, y'all need to come up with a couple more questions. Y'all can't think of nothing. Okay. I could probably think of questions, you know. Yeah, it's like I did I did the whole round. Why can't somebody else do a whole round of questions? I did 90% of the work. 95% of the work. So it was like, oh, we're gonna cancel the rest of the season. I'm like, whatever, dude. I'm like, I'm last man standing, motherfucker. I'm champion then. And now, now, I don't know, man. We've been talking about this shit all day. Now they're talking about some, oh, in the tournament, we're going to give somebody a first round buff. I said, if anything, I deserve that first round buff. What I did this week, and they were like, "No, you didn't have the highest score." I said, "No, fuck that. I'm, I did a majority of the work this season, so <laughs> I should have the first round buff. We doing that shit." They were like, "Well, we don't know yet." I'm like, "Y'all never know shit." So, eh. welcome. That's what I say. Cheers. We have contestant entry number five of Blaze of Mania, Spitfire, Marcus Johnson. How you doing, sir? Hey, what's going on, Vic? Can you hear me all right? I can hear you just fine. All right, have, all right. We have patches over there. Well, I don't know if it's the view. Hey. There we go. There we go. Now I can see everybody. What's going hey. on, everybody? What up, brother? Nice to meet you. So what are you up to, man? Ooh, I ain't up to much. Just, just getting off the shoot a little while ago and just kind of kicking back now. Getting ready to dive into some milk and Oreos before too long. <laughs> you ever put Oreos and peanut butter? Oh, yes, yes. That's good stuff. I actually never thought of that. Thank you for the extra five pounds, Patches. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. I could like slice them off for you. You know, I'm trying to get some. You're getting cannibalistic up in here. Well, I'm feeling left out. I guess I better go get mine. <laughs> there you go. I like your background, by the way. Yeah, thank you. I fear it's better than my bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> This is my back. This is without the background. 
kids. I got to hide. <laughs> so it's like. Uh, that is closer to the real <laughs> truth right there. Beautiful down there. <laughs> Let's see if I can take the background off. Let's see, I don't even know how to do that. Let's see. Background and filters. None. There we go. I'm sitting in my tub. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a Facebook conversation right there. I can so see that being on Messenger rather than Zoom. <laughs> Oh, I would never be having this conversation on Facebook. I'm too much of a baby face. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. Me and Tabitha don't judge, man. It's going to get posted on Facebook, ain't it? I'm going to have the link up, but I'm in Facebook jail oh. right now, so as soon as I'll share the link, and if you guys want to share it, that'd be great, but I'm in Facebook jail because of my podcast name. Yeah, I'm in Facebook jail for calling another wrestler delusional. <laughs> I, I was bullying a monster. <laughs> yeah, they must have misread, like, I, I want to say, like, four of my posts, and they put me in the white and blue gray bar motif about two or three times for just misreading my fucking shit. And I can look back on my freaking account right now and it, it, it'll say if I violate one more time, I'll be tossed out and shit. So mm -hmm. I gotta watch what I say to all my competitors out there and shit now. When I don't like a watered down version of myself out there. I like people to hear me balls out and what the fuck I want to say and shit. You, you know, it ain't my fault that you're so PCPG material that you can't handle fucking salt and vinegar when you taste it. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's how that's how it is, man. It's so crazy because it, it, YouTube, it, Instagram, all these little apps, they'll take you down for one little. You can say shit, boom, taken out, like whatever. Yep. Yep. Never been to Facebook jail. Well, one thing that, that kills me is like as a baby face, you know, like I'm spitfire. So, you know, I'm always running my mouth as it is, you know, talking big to the giants and all that. So, but like to keep it, to keep it friendly to where, you know, I'm not getting in trouble with the promoters or with Facebook. I'm always having to find these, these, like these new, like ways to beat around the bush with what I'm saying and work around all the, all the new, all the new Facebook uh, uh, algorithms and all that stuff. So I don't like I said. I got kicked. I got booted for three days for because uh, a uh, dude said on Facebook I was crying in the back, and I was like, "What's with uh, these wrestlers with all these uh, made up scenarios?" I said, "I'm starting to think all y'all are delusional," and just for that, I got a three day ban. And, and honestly, I don't think it was the wrestler that that reported me. I think it's just Facebook. Like they're they're like you got to jump through hoops to be able to even like cut a decent promo and, and not get not get booted or, or, or to make a post saying you're gonna kick someone's ass. You can't even say you're gonna kick someone's ass anymore. You know they'll boot you right off. 
Yeah. Tangent amount of bullying and shit. Motherfucker, I know what bullying sounds like and everything. Aren't you? You're supposed to figure out throughout your algorithms and everything, too. You're so smart. <laughs> Can a computer also tell if you, if it's true bullying or not? They make these things so fucking smart. It's like I've also said before on another interview, too. I'm like, this fucking technology, we fucking take uh, uh, 20 steps forward just to take 15 more steps back. Yeah. Oh, that's, for sure. that's for sure. I mean, look at me. Instead of, instead of sitting in the kitchen like the olden days, you know, glued to the wall, I'm, I, I, I'm reduced to sitting in my tub. <laughs> I do what you gotta do. We're, we're spoiled. We're too spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Technology's got a big ass motherfucking grip on balls nowadays. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Like I, I made this post like a week or so ago. I was like, uh, uh, I said, if the shoe fits, I said, uh, none of you girls look anything like your profile pictures. And uh, I was like, I've been holding that in for a while. And it was funny too because all the girls that I was that I was talking about in that post they all commented me me yep that's me that's me it's like y'all know y'all yeah that's the terrible part is they know that they look nothing like and they're okay with it it's like i might as, I might as well go get freaking max muscles and you know get a picture of him or get slam shady and use that as, a, as my profile picture i want to put my put my put my body on lex luger's body Put my head on Lex Luger's body. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about American made Lex Luger or the narcissist? Oh, definitely the narcissist. Oh, <laughs> you want to go all the way to the golden age. I, I like this other, I like this motherfucker right here. He wants <laughs> to go all the way to Golden Federation era. All right. <laughs> Great love Undertaker, right? <laughs> so so how long let's see, there's I can't. I can't see everybody who's with us on one screen. Do is there still? We got three other workers besides myself on here. Patches. Okay. I can't count the shit because all I see is whoever's focused on the screen right now. Other than that, you guys. Yeah, are I, just, I just see Tucker and Patches. Wasn't there one more with us? Yeah, he KPG disappeared. Oh. So how long have the two of you been working? Oh, me, um, technically running backyard ever since, uh, age 13. And, um, I've been wrestling ever since I was age five. Yeah. I feel more solid two days before COVID. There you go. So you got about two years on you. Did, did you, did you train during COVID? Mm-mm. No. Like we had two trainings, then um, it hit, then like three more trainings, then I had a couple more shows. I see. Yeah, uh, wasn't so much contact with me and shit. We, uh, KPW Meat Wagon picks us up every now and then, and it's always, you know, like almost on demand. 
Well, we... We, we got the pages on the phones like doctors and shit. The minute when they freaking bloop it, you freaking got to react to it, you know? Next right. thing you know, they bleep you to a freaking thing on the phone. You go and you meet the motherfucker over there and they take you to wherever. You go and you meet the other motherfucker and it's almost like a Mortal Kombat fucking thing going on. Huh. That's something. Crazy pro wrestling is just what it says. It's crazy, and you got indie pro wrestlers too that want to join in on the fun. Some yeah. people you've never heard of before. Some people you might have heard of from uh, New England Legendary, or um, even just backyarders too, like myself. Like I, I've been in indie promotions every now and then and shit. But if I'm if I'm, if I'm gonna give roots to it all then i've done more backyard shows than anything and shit i've i've sniffed more grass than any, than anybody that's been in the ring almost you know what about yourself patches what was the question <laughs> well I mean, he, was, he was saying that he posted does backyard than uh indie wrestling or do you are you an indie wrestler or backyard wrestler um indie indie okay where, where are y'all out of um, I'm from Ohio. Oh, nice. That's where my dad's from. Oh, yeah. I'm all the way from Fall River, Massachusetts. We call it the river. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm out here in Texas. Out by Amarillo. Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually uh, got a show in Colorado this weekend. In uh, Canyon City, Colorado. Yeah, co- Colorado, uh. Willith Grimm works over there and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I've been waiting to get on the show with Willith. I'm very, very yeah, impressed. I, I'm very impressed with what he's been doing over the last and shit. She is one of my favorites from OVW. Oh, I'm very impressed with what she's been doing over the last, over just the couple years she's been in it. Who's this? Uh, Lilith Grimm. You definitely got to look her up, Vic. She's, she is awesome. Like, yo, I, I, I regard a lot on music and shit, too, when it comes to entrance-wise. And let me tell you, she's got the bomb fucking music. And oh, yeah. This awesome attitude when she comes out. Oh, she's dope. And she seems like, like I, like I said, I haven't even gotten to meet her, but she seems like a super sweet girl. Like, I got her on TikTok and on Facebook. And we, uh, I'll, say something to her every now and then, you know, just kind of give her, give her flowers and stuff like, you know, kind of give, give her props on what I, what I see her doing and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's, but she, she seems like a super cool chick, but I mean, just watching what she posts and all that stuff. I mean, she's killing the game right now. She, oh, she, she is doing amazing. Guaranteed. Lilith, Lilith, what do you say? Grim? Lilith Grimm. That is that is probably one person like I that I have yet to meet that I can see is killing more than just about anybody right now. Like for as, as green as she is, she she don't look like a green. <laughs> no, that's that's a professional character. If I ever really yeah. saw one right there. Yeah, I I I definitely be excited to work with her or even just share locker room with her. You know, she seems like a super cool chick. Oh hell yeah! Seems very down to earth. I'll mess you. Be like, yeah. A bunch of us, us guys, were doing a podcast, smoking pot, and your name came up. 
<laughs> I'll start off with that. Yeah, yeah. she heard I said something about it. She'd be like, oh, TJ Tucker. It kind of sounds familiar. And, oh, Facebook? And she, For all I know, she probably doesn't really, you know, pay too much attention to, to Facebook, you know? But right. I do know that she, she, she does uh, drop shit a lot on Facebook and shit. Yeah, she promotes herself very well. And, and that's, that's a big part of, honestly, is just showing people what you're doing. There's a lot of people out there that are killing it. They're just not promoting themselves like people like her, people like Gino told you so, uh, and everybody on the off the ropes group. Uh, they're just not promoting themselves like like they should be. And honestly, there's a lot of people that would be getting their name out and really impressing people if they just promote themselves. Yeah, she, she does a killer job. Like every time I get on TikTok or something, I get to scroll and I don't get two to three videos in before I see one of hers. Yeah. See, I, I ain't got TikTok. All I do is I just float around to Facebook and YouTube and shit. So, yeah, yeah I got my, the TikTok. My feds are basically TikTok. in YouTube feds basically now, you know? Yeah, I, I got the TikTok basically just for promoting. And if you look at it, that's all it is, is wrestling. That's just what I'm doing in my wrestling. Like, there ain't no funny videos, you know, there ain't, like, you know, it's, it's nothing but wrestling on my TikTok. Just trying to promote. I, I think I might have like 143 followers, but hey, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, hey. I, I, yeah, I, I just opened up a page and shit on Facebook, and I got like at least like a little over 200 followers right there within about a week and yeah. shit. And I, I made sure too that 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 my, my my crown name that I call and shit. You know, which is basically the name they call you before your name, you know, and shit. Like, you know, it's uh, Spitfire, you know. I'm known yeah. as the River Rat Juggalo. Yeah. That's yeah. I enjoyed that shit, though. <clears throat> yeah, social media is a real big thing nowadays. I'm I mean, honestly, it, it, it'll get you further than anything else. I mean, you can go out there and have a five-star match, but if nobody nobody sees any of it, you can go out there and cut the best promo in the world. But if you never post it, nobody ever sees it. If you know, even even just going out handing out flyers, you know, and shaking hands and stuff like that. Like there was this time, me and my partner, we were going out handing out flyers for just the spot show we were putting on uh, in a Pizza Hut parking lot. And we were handing out flyers at the park. Uh, it was like two days before. And uh, he's this big old Polynesian dude, you know. And I'm, I'm like 153 pounds, you know, and just a little guy. And uh, kind of got like this too cool vibe going on. But anyways, we're going through the park, and there's this huge group of kids. They're all throwing football and playing soccer and all that stuff. And so I hand, go hand out flyers. They get all excited. They were like, well, will you sign my flyers? I said, I'll sign all y'all's flyers, but you got to do me a favor first. I was like, y'all got to go jump on that big man right there. And every single one of them did. They all went and jumped on him. By the time they got off of him, he had a busted lip and all that stuff. But there was like 10 of those kids that were at the show that next day. You know what I mean? And, and you know, just stuff like that. Uh, I have one of my sticks, you know, like, 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 like how Mick Foley does this right here, you know, or Ray Mysterio has his mask that he puts on kids. I, I always have a bandana that I'll, that I'll give out to a kid. And at the same time, 
I'll find either like a birthday kid or a special needs kid, something like that in the crowd. And I'll let them wear my ring jacket, my, my entrance jacket while I'm wrestling. And then I'll get it back after the match. And yeah. man, I get so many comments and just like, so, so people end up following Facebook and all that stuff after that. Like, man, you really made my kids night. I'll go to the next show. Next time I go to that city, there's like six kids in the crowd. My bandanas, you know what I mean? And yeah. They go nuts because as soon as you pull it off their off your head, they are like, "Oh shit, you might throw it," you know. And I mean, that's just big promoting. You get you get six kids in the crowd that are wearing bandanas that you threw out there. All the other kids are gonna be like, "Well, I want a bandana," and they'll go to your table and buy bandanas just because they want one too. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I come on, I I got the mask on, like you know, the eyes, the paint, and everything. The the grunge look and everything. Everybody takes one look at, at it and shit with the music of the purge sirens coming out and, and shit. And they, they take one look at you and you can definitely tell that there's kids that fear you. And then there's fans that, you know, just can't get a, a, enough looking at the spectacle that you're sort of creating for yourself. And then there's, there's kids you wouldn't even expect. And then out of nowhere, I, I remember I'm coming out and I'm, I'm totally in form and shit and this uh this one kid breaks in front of the other one and shit and, and just like puts his hand out and shit so i'm looking down at him and i tilt my head tilt my head this way look at him do it again and i post my fist out this way and boom he just bounds it once and that gave that kid a big like wow mm -hmm. wild so, yeah and I, that's other thing, just working the crowd. Working the crowd is another huge part of your property. Yeah. I've been in some wrestling shows where the crowd is like dead for like two matches. Then the third match, you go, oh, yeah, yeah. they get all hyped and all types of shit. So the crowd is, that's another thing besides social. That's a, the crowd. If the crowd's not behind you, then <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You better get them behind you or, or figure out a different strategy because it, if, if it, the, the last thing you want, if you're a baby, if you're a baby face, you'd rather get booed than go back and say it was quiet the whole match. You'd rather have them booing your ass as a baby face than being quiet. As a heel, you want to get them heated. You want to get them as mad as you can. So if they're quiet as a heel, you damn sure ain't doing your job. You need to be talking smack to them and teasing, you know, teasing like you're going to give them everything they want and then take it away from them. You know what I mean? Like, we're getting that crowd, getting that crowd involved. That's like when you go as a kid, you know, if you go, if you've ever been to an actual WWE show or, you know, a JW show or something like that, you know, anything like that. And they actually like they turn around and they're pointing and they're talking crap to the fan, or, or they actually get the kid involved and get the kid involved, let them take a shot on the wrestler, or, you know, dump the kid's coke on the wrestler's head or something like that. Oh, that kid's gonna be talking about that for the rest of his life. Yeah, just oh yeah, you just you just made a a history mark. You made you basically made a a milestone in that person's life right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Doesn't matter whether it's a, a big promotional show or an independent show, could even be a backyard show. Still, you're considered a star. And even more now because more shit's being promoted out there on Facebook and YouTube, for instance, on my part and shit. And 
I'm getting, I, my Facebook profile is already almost reaching like 5,000 and I've already had to chop off the, the, um, a, a, a few people that wound up just handing me false uh, profiles and shit. You know, mm. you, you never see the picture. It's, it's just that little still photo, you, you know? So you got to chop all of them off and shit. But yeah, Rob, I'm still, I, I, even with chopping off, I've noticed the most biggest chop off still, I was left with uh, still 4,575, I think, something like that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good. You guys got a good bond, you know? and uh, over time, that's how how you accumulate it. You know, just like you said, yeah. online promoting yourself in your matches, in your promos. Like Austin Theory, like he gets a reaction. He's the most boring wrestler right now in WWE. He doesn't he doesn't appeal to me, but he gets a reaction. Look at me, I'm taking a selfie. I'm this big man. I'm doing this, but he's getting a reaction. Yeah, he might not be the best wrestler, but he's getting the reaction. Yeah. And that's all that's all it's about, getting a reaction. You can be yeah. yes, wrestling is important nowadays, but if you can get a reaction, if you can get people to talk about you, then that's gonna make that's gonna in the promotion's eyes, that's gonna say, Hey, he might be a shit wrestler. But every time we bring a man, he or she in, they always bring, you know, he they always wanna, you know, keep keep having people coming back. Yep. Like Matt Cardona, same thing. He's an all right wrestler, current NWA World Champion, Impact TV Champion. I come into Disney, it's TV Champion, and he always gets a reaction. Look at look at his GCW shows. He's the biggest heel in GCW, and every time he does something, they throw trash in the ring, they throw alcohol in the ring, they throw beer. Mm-hmm. It's at the end of the yeah. day. It's, all, it's I about. There when you, uh, faced, uh, I was there at uh, Mox versus Gage and shit over in AC and shit. So I got to see how how Cardona reshaped himself and everything since the whole Ryder thing went off and shit. And I was like, I'm happy that he's actually he, he claimed that title for himself, and McMahon couldn't take that title away from him. That's like somebody trying to take the FTW championship. Thing away from Taz, you just can't take that shit away, you know. Yes. Another thing, Taz, his son Hook. You see how? Oh, yeah, another coming thing. That 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 kid's got some shit. That that kid's got some shit. Yeah, he's the next big thing. And with him, with him competing at the pay per view, that's another big step. You see, you see the hashtags. Send the Hook. We want Hook. Every show, we want Hook. Every rampage, we won't hook. Stand the hook. That kid yep. is a fucking monster. <laughs> he's he's gonna be AEW champion within a year or, or two. Watch. Oh yeah, if they don't give him a big title. I'm at least seeing him in a second rate. Yeah, I see him more TNT champion. Yeah, I mean me, I, I still go by the old rankification of like the the federation era and shit. Like uh, if you knew they weren't world heavyweight championship material yet, you definitely give them the intercontinental title. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah. Or you can bring a trio title and have him, Hobbs, and Starks be six-man tagging. That's because that's the thing with AEW. They have a lot of factions. And there's not enough. First of all, it's a lack of. Me and Vic talk about it. It's a lack of. You're signing these guys left and right. And it's a lack of TV time. How are you going to put everybody on TV that you're signing left and right? Like Jeff Hardy just came back. Mm. You just had Shane Strickland sign. So, and everybody's going to want to see Jeff Hardy every week. So, Jeff Hardy, he's a legend. Don't get me wrong. He, but he's taking a spot from somebody else that's going to be that's going to be on TV. So, I feel like this is the point that we end up coming across every time I'm on the sh- on Vic's show. It's like when they're signing so many people, so many people, so many people, there's only so many, so much room at the top. You know, so all these other guys that are coming in that just came in, you know, like all, all the, the the Daniel Bryans, the Bray Wyatt's, all these guys that just came in, uh, what room are they going to have at the top for them? You know what I mean? Uh, Moxley, uh, Jericho, uh, the, uh, Dustin, you know, where MJF, where are all these guys going to go when you got Matt Hardy coming in, Jeff Hardy coming in, you know? They keep signing more and more people, and it's just the people that were promised to be top stars because they're such top talents and top personalities. You know, they're they're having a fight for their five minutes. You know what I mean? And it's like it's like a rotate. It's it's fun to have that rotating cast because you never get bored, but. <clears throat> on the worker side of things, you know, it's, it makes it really hard to, to keep yourself in the limelight. I could imagine. Hey, Jacarely, oh, yeah. so I'm just going to buy another promotion. I got all these wrestlers. I'm just going to buy another promotion. Yeah, you can buy my promotion right now. But, yeah, but Ring of Honor, them buying Ring of Honor, yeah. them possibly extending Rampage in two hours. That's another thing. Like, I feel like you should move Rampage to a different time slot. Because them coming on right after SmackDown is, I don't want to say it's a bad thing if people still watch. But it's like, for me, after I watch SmackDown, because it's not, it comes on at 9 o'clock where I'm at. At 9 o'clock, I'm halfway asleep. Yeah, I'm halfway asleep. After watching SmackDown, I'm breathing out. So, <laughs> if they can move it to like, before SmackDown or like right in the middle of the day, like two, one o'clock, that it'll be, it'll bring more ratings. Well, when you talk about, you know, like SmackDown and go to Rampage and that's too late for you, you know, first WrestleMania day one, before the day one event, and you know, that's gonna be like four hours, they're doing an NXT event right before that. So that's like eight hours of wrestling jammed down your throat. That's too- and NXT doesn't you usually go you ain't, you ain't even mentioning the pre-show before WrestleMania either. Yeah, it's but I don't and I think okay. I don't think I think NXT is gonna be the pre-show. I don't think they'll have a pre-show. I just think NXT will be the pre-show. Then they'll have like a big gap into like leading down to WrestleMania. For like an hour or like thirty minutes, then they'll. Have, I don't think. I think NXT will be a pre-show. I don't but, think 
I, I honestly never really understood the premise, like what what the the whole purpose of having those pre shows were. Like they ended up having, you know, they had to come out of pocket so much for those wrestlers and all that stuff to come out and do those matches, those pre show matches that nobody ever watched. Yeah, they have a good tag team match that people would want to tune in for. But I mean, shit, by the time those pre shows start, a lot of people, you know, haven't even settled in yet. You know, they're still cooking dinner and all that. You know, they, they're still getting ready yeah. for the you remember when you, you remember when the pre-shows used to only be um you had to watch Sunday night heat and then catch the pay-per-view. Yeah, those were fucking days. Yeah. But they weren't attached. Like you you know, it wasn't it wasn't like if if you missed Sunday night heat, you weren't missing out on anything that happened at the pay-per-view. No, no, you were just pretty much leading up to at least Missing a show that would have led up to something, you know, that you were looking forward to in the future anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think NXT will be the pre-show this year. I don't think they have a traditional pre-show. I think NXT will be the pre-show, which NXT's been good. I don't know about people been shitting on it, but NXT 2.0 has been really good. You're scheduled to have a whole, like, three-hour event before night WrestleMania. They did also have like NXT level up. NXT kind of lost me when it kind of got that 2.0 shit going on. It, it, it kind of lost me too, but I've been watching it basically the whole time and it's been good. NXT is what it's supposed to be. It's development. It's basically an on-screen development. That's basically what it is. That's what and, it was supposed to be. And then, and then they're, they're for so long, it was actually viewed like it, I know WWE never wanted to portray it this way, but it was viewed as the workers show, you know, the ones that actually went out there and put on the wrestling, you know, the, the hard, hard, the, the fast paced wrestling matches, the real athletic shit, as opposed to the character work. Uh, yeah. You know, but whereas as a developmental, it should be more about the character work and getting better. You know, the guys that, since not as many people watching, that should be the guys that don't quite have it all yet. You know, they're still trying to figure themselves out. That should be the guys that haven't got it all together yet. And that's and that's what it is right now. Like I first broke into the business before uh, I ever got to really debut. Um, my trainer made me go out there as a uh, under a masterist. And the reason why he said you can go out there, you can get the feel of being in front of a crowd, but and you can get all that suck out, you can get that practice in, you can learn to what, what it's really like to be in the ring in a real match without your face ever being attached to it. And that's almost what NXT should be, you know what I mean? It should be that match. Or not everybody's seeing it yet, but so you know, this is your time to really get yourself built up and really, you know, fix all any little fuck ups that you can't figure out. Fix all that. Yeah, shit. and that's what and that's what they add NXT level yeah. NXT level up roster. Yeah, because NXT 2.0, the superstars are really impressed me or Brian Brian Breaker, which I don't know why they had him lose the title. Uh, the Usos, little brother, and uh, Carmelo Hayes. Those uh, three have really impressed me. 
And it's been really good. Um, I don't know why Dolph won the title. <laughs> Stupid. It's supposed to be a development brand, but you're putting a damn near 20-year veteran of development title. I thought that was super cheap. I don't know why they did that. Yeah, I, I, I saw I saw that this morning, and I didn't get it either. I really didn't get it when they did it with uh, with Balor, but I kind of figured, well, if he if they're using him to kind of elevate the title, which he what ain't even a vet like like Zig, you know, I know he did it for many many years on the end. Oh, I lost it. Let me get my light back. I know he did it for many years on the Indies, but as far as being in the E, like Ziggler really had, like you said, that that tenure. There's like he he could if he had the star power of someone like Balor, of someone like an Uso or a Rain, you know, it's someone that really has reached the tip top, um, and made it made a serious run with it. Um, then it could help build the title. But someone like Ziggler, I mean, it's it really just seems like a downgrade for him and a downgrade for the title. It, it's, I mean, someone like Braun Breaker, like you said, is someone that is already in, impressing so many people and has been here in such a short period of time. Leave it on him. Let him get that run. Let him, let him get that steam behind him. And... Uh, then once he really gets that following, once he gets like all eyes on me, to where he becomes a household name, then you know, rip everyone's heart out. Someone, a new heel, you know, a new developing heel that's coming up. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand putting someone that's been in there when when I was a teenager, putting them in a developmental brand. They're putting them in development brand because they want to see what they can do with the main roster people like a Ziggler, like a Finn, like a AJ Styles. They want to see, hey, can you keep up with these guys instead of the people that's on your same level? I'm telling the guys, who, the guys and girls who come on, the show, on this show. So the NXT champion, Braun Strowman, Braun Strowman, I don't care who Braun, whatever. I think he'll suck it. I go, I support the people who come on the show. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Well, in that case, in that case, I think there should be a live stream this weekend when I'm fighting for my double tag team titles in Colorado. So you got to look into that. <laughs> Definitely will. It'll be a live stream on YouTube or. Um, it should be. I, I'm. I'll get with uh get with the promoter, and I'll let you know soon. But yeah, there should be a live stream of that. We're gonna be putting our tag titles on the line against the BOD, who are also putting their tag titles on the line. Nice. Well, there you go. I'll check it out. Yes, yeah, especially against Sarah. It's nice to have a freaking shot at gold and shit, man. You know. <clears throat> All things work out right and shit down the line. Yeah. I'm hoping that there's a freaking title and shit. It's the end of this fucking turnaround and shit, considering what the hell happened the last time I had a piece of gold around my fucking waist over at SCW. 
you know. The Mystic Championship Wrestling. <clears throat> well, everyone, I think I'm going to wrap it up. We're way over the hour time limit. Patches, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me. TJ Tucker, thank you very much. No problem, buddy. Have a good one, man. Woo -woo. Nice meeting you guys. Spitfire, always a pleasure. I'll definitely always see you. Pleasure, Vic. I want to see that new background on some stuff here pretty soon. Okay. Yeah, All right. The new design. As, for having me, as always. Yeah, thank you. Hey, KPG, always a pleasure, man. Glad to be back. Hey, take care. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm going to text you after. So. I'll be around. All right. Thanks, sir.